welcome to my podcast. This is your host, Razia Mirza, better known as Razi. Estepreneur is a podcast where estheticians can learn how to become successful entrepreneurs. I'm an Afghan immigrant, retired U.S. Army surgical assist. I have been a licensed esthetician for past 10 years and a business owner for four years. I have made many mistakes in my career and faced many failures, which made me into a better businesswoman and an esthetician. You will learn everything about starting your own aesthetics practice in this podcast. So let's get this shit started. And by the way, I unapologetically curse a lot. So be ready for that. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is your host Razi and today's sensational topic is the difference between being a holistic esthetician and a medical esthetician and how you can combine the art of holistic and medical aesthetics in the same treatment room. Let me not forget to say this that both holistic and medical treatments have their own place, they have their own benefits, they have their own room in the treatment room. It is very important to understand at what time you should be offering what service and how you should be incorporating these different modalities into your treatment room. Understanding the basics of them would also allow you to understand how you can make them advance and how you can add these modalities together. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about this topic was that I have seen a division in our industry where you can either be a medical esthetician or a holistic esthetician. We do see holistic estheticians, holistic treatment as like fluff facials and think that they are not effective. They don't do much to your skin, so we usually tend to avoid them. Now, on the other hand, medical treatments, medical approach or result-driven treatment, I would say, not medical, result-driven treatment, are the one that we consider the most effective, the one that works, the one that's worth your money. And I think it's a total bullshit. I think both treatments have their own place and they both can actually be combined together to maximize any kind of like results. And also let's not forget to say that they will elevate the client experience as well. Most of the time we don't keep that in mind. I used to be that person as well who was very much drive towards result-driven treatments, quick turndowns, quick and easy treatments, fast treatments, more results, more money. Yes, in theory, it all does sound good. But if you look at it from a different perspective, when our clients do come to us with any skin issues, they also do come to us because they're stressed out. They have a lot of other stressors at home, at work. When they come to see us, they not just want to get results, but they also put value on how they feel and what kind of experience they get out of the treatment room that they're in. So it is very important to understand both these treatments How can they be incorporated in a treatment room? Now, when it comes to most result-driven treatments, such as chemical peel, microneedling, they have their pros and cons. The pros on them is that they're very easy and quick to do. They give you more results. Like you're not just seeing one benefit out of them. You see multiple benefits out of them. Since it's done in a very short period of time, you also cut down on treatment time and you end up making more money as well. So profitability is another thing we're keeping in mind as well. Now, but when it comes to holistic treatments, a lot of the fluff facials, so to say we call it, 
I don't think they're not effective. I think they're absolutely very much effective when it comes to treating skin. But a holistic approach, a very soothing, calming approach, does not only affect the skin, but it also affects the nervous system. How our nervous system responds during that time period, what is our cortisol level, also makes a huge difference, which a lot of us sometimes don't keep in mind because we're just so caught up with the word medical grade, medical treatment. It is all because we have been told that medical means effective. If it's medical, it means it's prestigious. If it's medical, it's probably doing something. And on the other hand, when it comes to the holistic, we have been kind of like shit upon that, oh, this is not that mm, effective. It's a fluff facial. That's what I also used to think as well. Not going to lie. If you ask me the truth of it, yes, the whole process of it, I didn't used to like until I got to customize it the way I wanted. And I learned a different approach and a protocol, which made me understood that, okay, it is not only about the skin. It is also about the nervous system. It's about the stress response. It is also about the cortisol levels. And it also is about your client experience. And if you look at it from the longevity term, yes, it increases the client's relationship with you even more because when they feel comfortable in your bed, when they feel calm, relaxed, they are tend to come more to you to see you for, your, for their treatments. They will look forward to that. Why? Because of the experience that they get out of it. Now, recently, I started working with La Mer. I know before you even be like, what the fuck? Like as an esthetician, you're working for La Mer? No, as an esthetician, I'm working as their facialist. I am not working on the counter. I'm not selling the product. I'm not working with clients in the sense of like selling anything. I'm learning their treatment room protocol, how they perform their facials and how they demonstrate everything, what kind of luxury they provide for their clients. Those are the things I'm learning. Now, the reason is that I am working on my skincare line. I'm waiting on my business to start up, looking for a business location, which uh, I have been failing at it. So while in the meantime, when I don't have anything and I don't want to commit to a full-time job in my area, this was an only position available that would allow me to be in treatment room. As you guys know, I love being in my treatment room. That actually feeds my soul. That's basically what makes me happy. So the longer I'm away from my treatment room, the longer I'm away from being creative, from being like happy, honestly. So that's why I sometimes even joke about it is that I'm probably going to be 90 years old and still have a treatment room doing facials for people. And that, which is true, I probably would be doing that. So I believe that you can actually work with these companies if you find a good position. So for me, the position was working as their facialist and I took the advantage. I wanted to work and see what is the hype about it and why do they actually love La Mer? And there, you would be shocked and surprised how many people are their loyal customers for 20 years because they just love how the product makes them feel. So the point comes down to the client experience as well. If your client is not feeling happy, excited, look forward to their treatments, they're most likely not to want to come to you that often because they just don't feel excited about it. If they have to feel and experience pain every time, if they have to experience burning, they have to experience like 
downtime, more taking time away from work and everything, of course, that's not going to make them feel excited. Yes, the results are good. Definitely results is something that will make them keep coming, but not as much as when it comes to the holistic treatments. When you have a holistic approach to your treatments, I think that would elevate the experience so much more. And you have no idea how hooked your clients are going to feel and they would come to see you. So with the Lemaire facials, each client has to spend around $350 on a product. Now that's the minimum. Most of these people are buying a moisturizer for $300. That satisfies their need. So they, it means that they need to buy another product with that to meet at least a $350 minimum. So they end up buying so much more. They end up buying around two to 3000 worth of products and they get a facial with that. The facial is to allow them experience the products and the ingredients and feel how it's going to feel on their skin. With this experience, I learned so much. First of all, what I saw that most of my clients were regulars. Every month, this is my third month with them, every month that I'm seeing the almost same clients. They're booking again, they want to come back, they love the massage, most of the time they're falling asleep on my bed. They literally are snoring and that makes me happy because I know at that point their stress is down, they're very calm, they're getting rid of their stress and worries, they're just relaxing. That's the kind of experience I want to provide to my clients. Now when it comes to combining holistic treatments with most of our result-driven treatments or advanced aesthetics? Is it possible? Yes, but also it depends. Now, for example, if you did a chemical peel on somebody just right now, their skin is literally, you just burn their skin. You're not going to go and do a massage on top of that. But can you do something soothing, calming, relaxing before their treatment? Yes. Can you do a scalp massage? Yes. Can you provide a little bit of shoulder massage or something while they're laying down and the peel is taking its uh, action? Yes, of course. Those are few ways you can incorporate being a holistic esthetician with your medical expertise. Now, this is one thing I want to say. I keep repeating the word medical. I'm referring to the word medical, but it's not medical. We have said this tone and I'm trying to change that as well. When I say medical, what I do mean is most advanced modalities such as laser, microneedling, chemical peels, all of those kind of stuff. They're not medical. They can't, like, they're not for what I, how should I say it? So they are not for medical purposes. They're not for a uh, disease. They're made for beautify your skin, but it just has a more advanced aspect to it that most of a, that more of a medical aspect to it that's why i'm using that term medical the i'm being very cautious using this word medical is because it undermines our license and when we do incorporate words such as medical grade medical esthetician it kind of takes away the authority that we do have so i also want to acknowledge that and that's why i'm trying to like figure out what word i can use for it maybe we can say advanced modalities that's what i can say or maybe i can call it result driven treatment so let's call it a result driven treatment how can we combine result driven treatments with our holistic treatment so yes everything has has its own place and time. Now, for example, another example I want to give is hair removal. If somebody's coming for a hair removal laser, they're not coming there for massage. They already know what they're getting into. They already have prepared themselves what they should expect. So with laser hair removal, you're probably not going to be able to do any 
holistic treatment, but can you have a holistic approach? Yes, you absolutely can. You can set up the environment of your room very welcoming, very calming. You can have aromatherapy there if you want to. You can play a little spa music. You can combine both result-driven treatment, medical spa treatments with day spa or holistic treatments. Like I'm going to repeat that again and again because I feel like the industry needs to get a grasp of this. A lot of estheticians are sometimes they're like, if I am doing more fluff facials, people look down at me because they think it's not effective. I'm just like rubbing lotion on your face. That is absolutely incorrect. Why? Because when you're doing a holistic facial massage, when you're doing a massage with your hands, you're utilizing your hands, doing what? Removing the lymph fluid around with the massage. So that really does add into the whole experience and the efficacy of this treatment. So just because you are doing massage on a client in your treatment room doesn't mean your treatments are not effective. For example, again, you can do an enzyme therapy and after the enzyme therapy, you can still give them a very calming, soothing, relaxing massage. Why not? If it elevates the experience, if it does make them want to come back, then why not add it? It is something that is only going to benefit you. It's not going to take anything away from you. Now, I do understand that the longer the process of your treatments are, the more it's like going to cost. So how you can incorporate that? Yes, in a 30 minute, um, maybe chemical peel that you do, you might charge someone 250 or something. So it's a good price. But if you are doing a holistic facial around 60 minutes to like 90 minutes, sometimes 120 minutes, people do that too. You can still set your price in a way that would keep you in a positive margins and a profitable margins and you're not losing money. You have to set your pricings up in order to compensate for all those things. It's not just compensating for products. Let me just say it this way. Most of the time when we are setting the cost of our treatments, we're only considering the cost of the products that's costing us. You have to incorporate so many other things. I have talked about this topic before in my previous episodes on how you can set up your price you have to consider each and every factor. You have to make sure your profit margins are at least 2.5 times being able to pay the rent, being able to pay the overhead cost. If you do have any employees, if you do have any bookkeeping services, accountants, there's so many things that's going to come into place. So you have to be very strategic when you're trying to set up your pricing, making sure that you're compensating yourself the right way. When you're being compensated the right way, then you would be able to also provide a better experience. Now, those uh, soothing holistic facials, I have, I say that it is for everybody. It is not only for people who can afford it. Everybody should be able to have access to it. But sometimes if they can't have access to the one 20-minute facial, you can actually incorporate something like that in a 45, 30, or maybe like a 60-minute facial as well and still price it to a point where it's it's good enough that they can afford it and you're also making money, but also you're providing more than just uh, facial massage. You can actually do incorporate a lot of other peels that we have that are uh, superficial peels. You can do those as well. There are so many ways you can incorporate a holistic approach to your treatment room. Like I said, aromatherapy is another one. Playing a very soothing, calming spa music is another one. You can do the sound bowl. Like a lot of estheticians incorporate those kind of um, 
stuff as well which is mostly in the spiritual realm and you can actually bring that in your treatment room as well sometimes you can play around with the crystals you can use crystals sometimes i have also seen estheticians they use tarot cards and they like do a little mini tarot card reading for their uh, for their clients it's all possible you do not have to put yourself in one box you don't have to be like i'm only holistic estheticians i'm only gonna do fluff facials you can do both you can give results you can do a deep chemical not deep chemical peel i'm talking about oh my god what the fuck am i saying you can do a chemical peel not a deep chemical peel because those are for physicians not for us you can do a chemical peel along with that you can incorporate this so both things are possible it all at the end comes down to how do you want your treatment room to feel how do you want the experience to be walk yourself through the door like from start point to the end and see do you like being in your own treatment room i want you to actually walk yourself around and see everywhere and see do you like your treatment room do you like the experience do you like the cup that you're drinking the water from do you actually like laying down on your own bed does the foam feel good is there a warming pad or anything or heating pad to warm up the bed a little bit do you like the comfort do you like the sheets do you like the products you're using there are so many things you can actually do in order to elevate your clients experiences it's not just the treatment it's not just about the product that's the reason a lot of people are now tend to go to estheticians because they are looking for the experience not just the treatment so make your treatment room so comforting so welcoming that people are looking forward to coming to see you it will increase your client retention and that's what most of us do want in the treatment room why would you worry about getting more clients if you already do have so many clients that are continuously coming to see you it means your client retention is higher when your client retention is higher then automatically your revenue is going to be higher your profitability is going to be higher so Providing that kind of experience, building relationships with your clients is going to allow them to come back. And like I said, holistic treatments also have a really huge impact and effect on our nervous system, on our stress levels. Look at it this way. When you are tired, when you're stressed out, when things are going like batshit crazy, what is the first thing that comes in your mind? Oh, I just want to go and get like a massage. Why? Because it relaxes you, it calms you down, it makes you feel good. You look forward to that massage day. That's how our clients are also going to look forward to their treatments if we do offer something extra. It should be a cherry on top of the icing. You have to go a little bit above and beyond for your clients, for their comfort level. And my, um, and my mindset also changed after working with Lemaire because I saw how these clients are loving the experience. They're coming for the experience. When it comes to even like touching the product, they all know it's for moisturizing, but they still spend all that money on a moisturizer, on a hydrating product because they love the experience. They love how the packaging feels. They love it when they open it up. They love it when it smells good and it feels good on the skin. So it also is about the experience as well. Are you doing anything different in your treatment room to elevate that experience? And sometimes we don't have to copy each other. That's one thing I have noticed in our industry is that 
Inspiration is one thing, copying is a completely different different thing. Back in the beginning when I started, it was all pink, 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 everything pink in the industry. Now the dark, gloomy aesthetics, most of the witchy aestheticians, <laughs> the ones that have that dark, gloomy side to them have brought that aesthetics and now it is becoming everybody's aesthetics. It is completely fine if it is your aesthetics and you want to do it absolutely go for it. But don't feel pressurized that you have to do that in order to fit in. Now, for example, for me, dark aesthetics has been my thing from day one. My whole wardrobe was filled with dark clothes, black clothes. That was my thing. Scrubs black, clothes black, maxis black, going out dresses, cocktail dresses, all black. So black has, has been my color. And I know that it, that I also have that dark gloomy aesthetics even in my branding I have that so I completely get that it fits with you if if that's who you are do it but if that's not who you are you're just doing it because you want to fit in because you think that's the trendy thing going on I think you should avoid that I think you should find what is your thing what is your special touch to the things it, even if that means in the decor of your aesthetics of your room have your own spin Add your own little uh, little spin that is only for you. That is going to make you stand out. And the same thing goes in uh, in order to be a holistic or mostly a result-driven esthetician or whatever you want to call it. At the end of the day, you don't have to fit into a box. You also don't have to do things that you're not comfortable with just because it's in, in the industry. You don't have to do that. You just have to find your own specific thing that would make you different and unique. Um, I really love the roller skating uh, aesthetician. She is very unique. I find her aesthetics very unique. It's very bold, bright colors. Um, it's not something that we tend to see in the industry that much. It is not the light pink, very bubbly color. It's also not the dark moody aesthetics. It's just a pop of colors everywhere because of how she is. Her personality shows into her branding. That's what you have to actually do in order to make sure you are standing out in the industry. And the same thing goes with your treatments. So if you feel like you don't want to be someone who's only doing peels on her clients and you want to customize that, you want to change that, go ahead and do it. But if you're like, you know what? I don't care about the massage. I don't care about all of those things. I just want to focus on peels, microneedling and that, go ahead and do that too. That's completely fine. What I want to do with this podcast is to educate and tell you guys that both things can be combined if you feel the need to do it. You don't need to feel bad about doing it. You don't need to feel like, okay, I'm, if I'm a holistic esthetician, if I have a holistic approach and I'm doing like fluff facials or massages and stuff, um, my treatments are not effective. That is a complete total bullshit. I feel like people associate the holistic side of treatments with non-effective stuff. I don't believe in that. I think you can definitely, uh, definitely customize the treatment. You can customize the whole experience. Who knows what the esthetician is using in the treatment? We don't know before the uh, chemical, uh, before the facial massage, they did a peel or something. They did something else. We don't know that. I have seen a lot of beautiful before and after results from holistic estheticians that have very holistic and um, and very like soothing approach to their treatments, and they're not quote unquote medical. So 
I think there is definitely place for both. You just have to find your way. You just have to figure out what fits your needs. What is the one thing that you would feel connected to and you feel like, okay, this is something that I truly do enjoy doing and do that. For me, I honestly love the dark aesthetics. Initially, when I had to do the pink, I felt forced. I felt like, oh, I I don't like the pink color. It's not my color, but that's what the industry is using. I mean, that's what I see everywhere. Maybe that is the standard. That's what I thought, but fuck the standard. Who gives a fuck about the standard? Who gives a fuck if someone actually set up any kind of like a trend? I don't give a shit. Let's set up our own trends. Let's set up our own fucking things and do our own little stuff that we love to do. My thing is dark, gloomy, witchy aesthetics, and that's what I'm going to do. And if that doesn't suit your aesthetic needs, fine. It's completely okay. We're not made for each other. We're not bind with a contract. At the end of the day, it all comes down to your comfort levels. It all comes down to your expertise, how you want to combine them. How would you like to be seen? There's also estheticians uh, who call themselves as auric estheticians like Michaela McLean, who is actually an auric esthetician who does actually work with their, her client's spiritual aspect of things, which is wonderful. How many times do you see that? Auric estheticians, how many times have you seen that? So be your own version of that esthetician. It doesn't have to be what the industry has said. And if you feel like you're being looked down upon because of what you choose, you have to change the narrative. You have to change the mindset because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what other people think. What matters is what your clients think. If your client loves it, your clients should be the center of attention. What they want, what do they like? If they like your approach and your treatment, 100% go for it. Don't even worry about it. So I hope this episode served you with a good purpose, helped you to look into your treatment room, maybe question a few things, maybe add some modalities or take away some modalities. I hope like it helped you. If it hasn't, let me know in the in the poll or you can just send me a DM if you have any questions or if you have any special guest for the podcast that you want us to bring on. Let me know. I would love to send them an email and invite them. Hopefully they will accept accept the invitation. So far, so good. No, nobody actually has denied it. So I'm really excited about having more people on the on the show because I get to learn so much from these people. And I do hear you guys. You guys really love Keisha. I hopefully will be bringing her back for another episode. I would do a small little Q and A for her so she can answer all the questions that you guys have. And hopefully we'll have her back. Till then, I would leave you guys with this episode. I do have a few other guests for the next week. I'm really excited. I can't wait to share those episodes with you guys. That's all I have for right now. So till then, keep glowing, keep growing. Bye.